cold open. Why I like it. Why do call it a hot open? <laughs> I like it cold. I, I prefer things cold. Ruben, do you prefer things cold or hot? Uh, it depends what we're talking about. Pizza, I like it both. I like cold and hot. Pizza. What about your women? Do you like them cold or hot? It depends. Uh, I like both types of women. Because <laughs> if they're hot, they're probably too easy. If they're cold, that means they're a little closed off, a little hard to get. Like hard to get? I am not following this. Analogy. I don't really know what we're talking about, but this is a great time to intro. To cry podcast. Check it out. We have a table. Yeah, yeah we got a table. We got a table. We got some it's, trinkets from around the world. Around the world. We are we are trying to do a Joe Rogan esque thing with the table. Yeah. Trying to add things to make us look a little bit more podcast. And our first sponsor, S S Shock Drink. It is not our first sponsor. Is that the name of this drink though? Ash S Shock. I think it's a shock. Oh, a shock. Like a shock. shock to the system. I totally, totally forgot that we had an all-room camera because I'm wearing jorts right now and I would have changed my pants otherwise. Because his name is John I thought Cena. We, I thought we were doing a, a work-from-home setup where you can only see torso up. So It's okay, man. John it's Cena right. has a lot more hair than I do, so yeah, great. That's all right, man. Forgive the Band-Aid. I, I, cu- I cut myself while shaving my head today. I cut my hand while shaving my head somehow. That works. Yeah, forgive me. But this is a great setup. It's a good setup. I like the setup. It kind of gives a little bit more legitimacy. It gives us something to kind of touch. do with our hands. Do I like help the us touch. make some points. Ah, uh, there it is. I you know do this thing to like really emphasize points. You know, like when we're we're like in a news interview and we're just putting oh, our man. hands on the table, like we're just you know we're just pointing at things. Can, you can. can this reminds me of cuddling. Can we talk about, is it okay if you're cuddling with a girl and it's like the first or second time? <laughs> he knows why I bring this up. Is it okay to kiss the person you're cuddling with? <laughs> is it? I don't know, man. Like, like, I was on the cheek a little. <laughs> so Inside joke. So what happened the other night? It just, you know, it went back to my place. I was tired. And it was a group of four of us, including Adam. Here's two guys, two girls. Uh, it wasn't a double date. It wasn't anything like that. No, no. It's just, you know, I invited my friend Nikki to come hang out with us. She's like, hey, my friend's going to come out. And it's like, cool. We, so we had a good time. And Oh, great job. You said her name. That's excellent. I didn't say her whole name. Okay, true. Did they listen? I don't know. Probably not. Okay, great. We have eight listeners. So I also all thought my girlfriend listeners. was <laughs> We'll talk about that. I also thought my girlfriend wasn't listening to the podcast when she was. Um, anyway, go ahead. And so, like, the night just ended up going way longer than I expected. Yes. To, like, the point where, like, it was, like, 11 o'clock. We're <laughs> heading back to my house. And I was like, oh, you guys are picking up Wawa to, to, go, to take it home? Like, that's cool. And, and the girl's like, no, we're going to watch a movie at your place. And I was like, what? Because <laughs> you're ready to go to bed, and like, so a half me, hour ago. And, like, the other girl was sitting next to each other. And we just, like, end up, like... Falling right asleep, right away. We watched Anchorman, watched that whole movie, and then the other girl who was with me. Yeah, so they started cuddling, which is fine. Yeah. Adam thought it was cool to take the blanket off my bed. <laughs> Why was that? Wait, now what's wrong with that? I do want to know. nothing wrong with it. That's important. Nothing was wrong with it. I oh. think I just woke up at like two in the morning and I was yeah. like grumpy and thrown off that there were still people in my house. Right. 
And I was like, I knew it. Too. And then like you guys were talking the whole time and like talking about dumb stuff. Not me. But and I was like, <laughs> I was like, I was like, oh my god, shut up. <laughs> I, and then I said, and then I woke up and I was like, why is my blanket out here? What are you guys still doing in my house? <laughs> I, I didn't like the cuddling. I didn't want the cuddling to end, so I was willing to facilitate and encourage the talking. But then Adam was, told me he like kissed her on her cheek, and I was like, oh. That's 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 okay, I guess. It was cute. It's fine. Yeah, it's cute. Uh, I was gonna mention that it's, I talked about talking about stuff on the podcast and how it can get you into trouble. Yes. So yeah. So yeah. I never really shared that. I won't go into the whole story, but I was dating a girl from Ecuador who is wonderful. Um, and she that was back in December. So during the podcast in December, I had mentioned dating this girl, and then I mentioned that my other ex was going to be in town, and I thought about visiting her. And everyone on the podcast, I mentioned this on the podcast, and everyone was like, don't visit your ex. You're in a current relationship. Don't visit your old ex. And because I mentioned that on my podcast, my current girlfriend listened to it. I didn't think she was going to listen to the podcast at all. And as a result of her listening to it, it fostered some underlying insecurity, which then brought got brought up in conversations later I didn't understand that led to us breaking up. That's That's kind of my theory on it. Which is fine. That's understandable. I shouldn't have visited my ex-girlfriend. It was just a simple public mall. See, visit. table coming in close this is already. Good. This is good. <laughs> Look at this. A lot of But it taught me that lesson of like it's dangerous to like share stuff on the <laughs> podcast, especially about a current relationship. Um and, you know, just to be more careful and uh, I learned my lesson, you know. Yeah. Anyway, we all learn our lessons. I'm actually like so open on this podcast though, so like it's dangerous, man. When I do like when I start talking to somebody, I'm like, I'm an open book. So like whatever questions you have, I'm pretty open about my experiences and my past. Like I have a whole podcast about it. So there's a whole bunch of stuff on this podcast that I don't have any problem talking about. What's pro- what the problem is though, if you're like dating someone new and you're like, oh, but my ex-girlfriend's around and I kind of want to talk to her or I still have feelings for her. Like probably not a good idea. Sure. And I yeah. think those are things you should talk about with your partner to be fair. Yeah. Um. But anyway... Uh, what were we gonna say? Oh yeah, so Cortland reached out. This is a mutual friend of ours. You guys know Cortland. He's been on the podcast two times. Not if they haven't listened to the podcast before. Well, he's a friend of the podcast. Been on the show a few times. Uh, you may know him. He loves ships. Uh, you know, <laughs> good ships, wood ships, and friendships. Those are all things he likes. Uh, <laughs> um, he reached out to Adam and I last week. This is a topic that we really don't know a lot about. So if you guys have a little bit more input, we'd love it. Uh, he he's like, hey, I would love to get your input on Lori Harvey and Michael B. Jordan and them breaking up because Cortland said that it was because Lori Harvey wanted to focus a little bit on her career. And I guess Michael B. Jordan was putting the pressure on to kind of take the next step in their relationship. Now they're both actors. I don't know anything about Actor Laura. models, like oh, that whole like thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Cortland was like, to me, it's like weird. Cause like, I think when you're in a relationship, it's a partnership. And the whole point of being in a, in a relationship is to like push each other to be the best version of yourselves. So like that whole thing of like, Oh, you should still be able, I think you should still be able to do what you want. And still be able to take that next step in your relationship. But I guess that depends on what each person thinks the next step is. But again, to me, that's just an indication that maybe she didn't love him as much as he did her or did not care about the relationship as much as he did. See, I don't think so. 
You don't think so? I to me, it it seems like maybe Michael B. Jordan wanted to just slow down a little bit, and maybe just wanted to be at home a little bit more, and like, or wanted her to be home a little. Yeah, bit. Yeah, I think yeah. wanted to just kind of start a family and like that kind of thing, and like she's twenty five and he's thirty five, and we've talked about that before, like the difference in age being like a thing, right? Like so. He has a whole decade on her as far as his career goes, and she just kind of wants to explore her career a little bit. So I kind of understand both sides of it, to be honest. I don't blame her. I guess I just feel like there's so many couples that are together and have separate careers, pursue their whatever they're doing, and they stay together. To me, I feel like maybe she just didn't love him enough to want to stay in that and also do what she wanted to do. Because she could have stayed in the relationship and do what she wanted to do, no? But if one person is pushing for a different outcome than you want mm. even though you still really like that person like maybe it's just not the same timeline sure. timing is a thing and we've talked about that on right. the show plenty of times before i mean i think yeah timing is huge so like who knows maybe in 10 years they rekindle that spark sure. they had sure. and she is ready to settle down but right now she wants to explore her career i don't think it means she loves him any less i think i mean according to steve harvey they're both taking it very hard and she's taking it hard oh, okay okay um you know she's obviously bummed i mean michael b jordan is a handsome handsome fellow uh you know like super great actor and like very talented and you know i think and i think she also dated somebody from migos or something like that and like it was just a weird this a couple things for some reason people are talking about it and like she's become a villain and i don't understand why she's not, become a villain yeah like they're putting her in like the Amber Heard, Jada Pickett, like oh, Smith kind of thing, and she's like, being true to herself. And, yeah, you know she wants to do it. So obviously there was some point of contention that they could not resolve because it sounds like something they could resolve. Maybe she has to travel a little bit more. Right. Okay. She's he probably does too. But maybe he wants her to be more available, and she's like, "I need to focus on my career." Right. And that, he, maybe that's the point of contention. He probably was like, "Listen, I'm I'm gonna start slowing my career down. I I have done all my acting stuff. I kind of wanna maybe take." A third of the roles that I'm used to taking. And like, I kind of want to be a little bit more of a homebody. I want to have a wife and kids and stuff. I mean, what do you think, Greg? Probably. I mean, he's been acting for how many years? I mean, he was in The Wire. So is he in his 30s? Yeah, he's 35. 35. 35, She's 25, right? Yeah. How much does that age difference come into it? We talked a little bit about that before the podcast, do you guys think? I think it depends. Depends on the person, right? I well, mean, you mentioned this the other day that that would be a fear if you did date someone in their like early, early or mid twenties, early twenties, yeah, especially. Um, I mean, I think that is something that, uh, yeah, it's just it, it is a difference of where you're at in your life. I mean, I'm at a point in my career in life where I mean, I was dating someone and she was in grad school and. I, I think one of the points of contention was like, you know, we weren't able to just match up at like, you know, just where you were at in life. And it wasn't anything either of us did. It was just a yeah. weird timing issue. Yeah. You can still have love for someone, but it to not maybe not be enough to overcome your own personal goals. I think that's part of it. Because um, if you really love someone so much you're willing to overcome lots and lots of hurdles my my friend and i talk about this um in terms of when it comes to distance you can have long distance but if you really love each other you're going to want to make it work in 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 some way um yeah yeah i mean i, guess, I don't know where i was going with I, yeah that. yeah <laughs> I, I, I was kind of waiting for a <laughs> a point, That's what a Ruben point. Says. Yeah. so what's your point yeah. yeah i was waiting for there to be a point i guess like 
I don't know. I think you can be in love with somebody and just it's just not the right moment. I mean, I'm a I'm also a big believer of that. Like, you yeah. know, I, I do kind of believe that there are certain timing issues. And, you know, I think you meet people at certain times in your life. And if it was five years later, it would probably be a perfect time to be dating. But it's just not the right sort of time. like a realistic love or realistic yeah. relationships. Yeah, I, I do think that that's that's possible. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, it's just, it's, it, it's a weird, love is weird and love is different for everybody. So, you know, everybody has a different view of what their relation, what their perfect relationship looks like. And what they're willing to do for it too. Yeah. Everyone has their limits for sure. So I have tried, you know, especially with our like mutual friend who's dating somebody right now. You know, I've tried to just be better about not being so pushy with my dating advice. Just saying, Hey. This is what I think. Take it for what you will. And not being as involved as I was like with you and like sure. Cortland, I've tried to really take that step back. Look at this table. So good. <laughs> well, it's just oh. it's just that idea of like relationships are messy and people have to take chances and take risks. You can't just say, "Well, I don't want to hurt anybody. I don't want to hurt myself" because then you just never take chances and risks. Um, but how do you balance that with being careful and being thoughtful and being realistic? Right. I think you could love somebody with all your heart and it's just, it's man, it is going to, it it can work, but it's going to be tough. And how much are you really willing to, to commit to that relationship? And, 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 you know, you have to think about all those things. And you have, like, you, you yeah, know. like for, for me doing long distance in that particular case would have been a total deal breaker for most people. You're going to date some girl in Ecuador. Like, really? But for me, I just don't meet girls that I'm attracted to around where I live. There's no competition. There's no there's no possibility of cheating or anything like that. So I have someone in my life who's really special. For me in my particular circumstance, being with somebody who's long distance actually makes me happier than not having anyone at all. Um, but for most people... It would be an automatic deal breaker. You wouldn't even start talking to someone from another country. Yeah. I mean, I would just rather not have somebody than, I guess, have to jump through a million freaking hoops to be with somebody. I guess for me, in that particular case, it wasn't a lot of hoops. I work from home. I had to travel a little bit, but I still get to talk to this person who is rare. This person's a once every three, five years kind of person, you know? So you kind of take, take that opportunity. And now that I've lost that person, I'm waiting again. And it's fine. It is. It I was going to ask you about the person you're talking to now and the how <laughs> you had to, you, you uh, uh, inadvertently brought up the uh, recent fame or notoriety. Uh, yeah. So, I, you know, since Chopped has aired, I haven't really... Been, I mean, I don't match with people very often on dating apps. I mean, it's usually more of like somebody matches with me and then I just wait and I, and it's hinge. I like hinge a lot because like I can swipe all day and like no one will match with me. So if somebody matches with me, it's a little bit easier to go and see like, oh, hey, what does this person look like? So like uh, I'd match with somebody. And so I haven't really had the, I mean, this is so recent. It's like not even like a thing yet. I don't know how to process it. And like, I guess the whole process isn't even done yet. Cause it's still one more episode left to air. Yeah. And, uh, it was, <laughs> it just came up cause we were talking about air travel. And I was like, Oh yeah. The last time I was on an airplane was, I was coming back from 
Knoxville. And she's like, oh, why were you in Knoxville? And I was like, uh, well, I was on an episode of Chopped. And, uh, you know, and she was, and it aired, you know, a couple of weeks ago. And she was like, so did you win? And I was like, yep. And she was like, what? That's so cool. And, uh, but the funny story with that is, I guess, like, as you do, you talk to your coworkers about your dating life, right? Sure. I think like that is something we all do. We talk to our friends like, hey, this is this person I'm talking to. Like, look what, this is what they look like. This is their profile. This is their Instagram, whatever. And I guess she showed her coworker <laughs> and her coworker was like, man, that guy looks really familiar. And I just don't know why, but he looks familiar. And then like the next day, literally like the day after I told her that I was on Chopped, her coworker came in. She was like, he was on Chopped. That's where that guy's from. And I was like, that is so embarrassing. So embarrassing. Why That's is it cool. embarrassing? Yeah, why is it embarrassing? I don't know. It's just like, I don't know. I, I'm just not used to it, I guess. So I just feel like a little weird about it. But you are used to being recognized a lot, but it's when it's a complete stranger. Yeah. You're just like, they're like, how do I know this person? They've never seen you before around town or at a restaurant or yeah. anything. Yeah. It, like, it was weird. Like our buddy and I went out for a drink after we all hung out last week mm-hmm. when we recorded. Uh, you had to come back and set up. So our other friend and I went to Homegrown. And, you know, I've been to Homegrown a couple of times and I had conversations with the bartender, but not enough to be like, hey, what's up? You know, say, hey, how's it going? Good to see you. Da, da, da. As soon as I walk in, she's like, oh, my God, congratulations. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks. <laughs> like, <laughs> forgot, forgot that that's a thing. Um, yeah. How do you think you would handle like national or international fame where it's like. I think I would learn to deal with it. It's just, I mean, that this is one thing. It's a flash in the pan in like a month, month and a half. It's not going to be as big a deal as it is now. But would you embrace it? Or would it be like, oh, this is really cool? Or would it be like, okay, I need some time alone. Like, this is too much. Uh, people calling you out on the street or anything like that. How do you think you would oh, handle yeah, that? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. Um, like you know, Gordon Ramsay level of fame, just think. like That's a good question. Um, I think I'd be able to deal with it, I think. Because you are like, more introverted too, right? So that pressure of... Public pressure after a while might be a little Yeah, but I'm also very tiring. good about knowing when I just need my alone time. True. So I would just stay at home. Stay at and, home. And not do it. Like, I, like today, I did nothing today. Paparazzi outside your door. Paparazzi. Don't you guys, don't you guys think a, an introvert would handle fame easier, though? Because, like, in this sense, I know this is weird, <laughs> but in the sense of somebody who's social, they like being around social circles of groups of people that they know. Right. When you're famous, you don't know all those people that know you. Right. So if you're an introvert, it's very easy to say, you know what? I'm going to unplug from society for a little bit. I'm going to go to my house in the hills and disappear, listen to my yeah, record collection. Maybe. That would be hard because if I'm an extrovert, I want to be out and about among my friends, but not necessarily about out and about with a bunch of strangers or people that are harassing me or being annoying. So I'm going to be out in a place where I'm going to get annoyed. If you're an introvert, you're like, oh, I'm fine to stay home. You stay home and you're not annoyed. Yeah, that was all my point was. Yeah, it's a great point. Really interesting. Really interesting. Yeah. I mean, so that that was a funny story. I thought that was pretty, pretty, pretty interesting. That's yeah, cool. Uh, I, I did ask you. I said, "What did you think was different about this girl than other girls you've dated in the past?" Did you do you want to talk about that? I uh, said there was one thing. It was just the conversation. I felt like communication. Uh, yeah. Communication was great. So I'm not the biggest texter, uh, especially like dating wise. I'm not. I don't like. You, you having that pressure to text no, during the day, but you so keep like, a regular sort of rhythm throughout the yes. day. Just a, a check like, up, a check in, you know. But like, it is very common for me not to be on my phone for five, six, seven hours during the day because well, yeah. I'm 
because I'm at work and like yeah. I put my phone down or I'm cooking something. I can't really be on my yeah. phone while I'm cooking something or like dinner service. Can't really be on my phone. So like I like to talk on the phone and this is something this person's doing. That doesn't seem weird to me though because I'm a big texter, but like I, that doesn't seem at all like weird or strange or not communicative enough. Like that seems fine. Well, you like to text a lot more during the day though. with a Right, girl. but if the girl's at work, I get it. Like maybe a checkup every couple of hours, whatever. Like I get it. See, even that, like every couple hours, that's... Well, maybe. <laughs> that, maybe. That's a lot. Like for me, it's like in the morning, maybe once in like the afternoon, and then like on my way home, it's like, can I call you? I guess, yeah. I, I said you respond, you respond to group texts though pretty pretty regularly, I feel like, pretty consistently. Well, yeah, because it's like notification after notification on my phone. I'm like, let me shut these dudes up. <laughs> <laughs> but see, like what's funny is like I talk to a lot of people all the time. When I get that girl that I really like, she goes right up to the top of the priority list. So, like, I'm responding to her first and foremost above everybody else, you know? So, it's exciting to me. It's like, oh, I get this message from this girl. I'm really attracted. To- oh, yeah, let me text, talk to her, you know? But, yeah. And it's different with your work, too, because your hands are actually yeah. occupied, busy. So, I-, I will say there's been a couple of times where I've met someone where I have been addicted to talking to them. And literally, like, my fingers hurt from talking to them. And I love that. Like, I love that sort of interaction. And I have a job where I can kind of do that, although it does waste a lot of time. But it's it's really fun when you meet a personality where you have that level of connection. It's really cool. But I don't expect it. Don't need it. You know. Yeah, see, I hate that. Well, good it's, for you. you uh, I hate <laughs> the consistent texting through the day. It's like, oh, my gosh. Like, what are you texting me about now? Like, it's <laughs> like... The one girl I was seeing, she would, like, send me, like, games. This was, like, a couple months ago. You really like, like someone, though. I think you like it more than you think. Yeah, but if I'm at work and I'm trying to do stuff. Not if they're nagging you. Not if they're nagging you, right? No, well, but, oh, like. Oh, why aren't you responding to me? Oh, like, that's annoying. Okay. No, I but, like, it. they're clearly sending those games to, like, take up time. Oh, and, like, games. Uh, well, games, yeah, that would be annoying. Games would be annoying. So you would love that, though, if you were with somebody. I don't like playing games that much. She's like, oh, let's play play a game with me. I mean, maybe. I guess I would. Oh, dude, if you met somebody and she was sending you, like, pool? Greg, I don't think yeah. so. No, oh, you, like, would, I, you would be like, hold on, you would be stopping the podcast. Now. I don't think like, so. I don't, eight ball corner so, pocket. The girl, and it, I don't think she listens, but uh, actually she knows because I've told her. There's a girl I dated in Brazil, and she is a huge gamer. And so she was like, oh, play Animal Crossing with me at night. And I was like, nah, I'm going out with friends. Like, I really don't want to play video games that much. Like, I'd rather talk. You did buy like a Nintendo Switch to play Animal I Crossing. I did because I was lonely, <laughs> and I was missing my ex. And I was like, okay, this is one way I can interact with somebody that I like, kind of. Oh, I but even... I, then I ended up giving I ended up giving it to my friend because I didn't even play it that much. I was like, I just gave it to somebody else. I was like, oh, he'll play it more than I will. So uh, yeah, if you, I date a girl who wants me to game with her, man, I'd rather talk. I'd rather talk and text. Yeah, yeah, but you would do that because I don't think so. See, you. Still, I but... wouldn't play games. I would be like, can we text? Not can we play games together? I want to talk. Like that's what I like to do is talk. But if they wanted to be like, hey, like we always do what you want to do, talk. We always talk, sure. we always watch a movie. Yeah. Can we play a game together? You would do that. I would play a game. If it's all day, every day, no. Let's play pool all throughout the day on our phones. Like, nah, I mean, I probably would rather just text. You know what I mean? I'm saying you say that now, but give it two months, Ladies, guys. Try give it me. two months, guys. Try Adam's going to be on me. his phone playing beer saying. pong. Depends on how attractive girl. you are. <laughs> He's going <laughs> to. See, that's another thing we've argued about Talk is about like physical attraction. Physical attraction. <laughs> you really value that. That is very high up on your this on your list. Is the one uh, I can't cite the the exact study, but I did read that 
based on how attractive you think you are or how attractive people have told you you are, the more important attractiveness becomes in a potential suitor. If that's not as important to you or you're, or I don't know, people have communicated something different to you throughout your life, attractiveness is not as important and other things are more uh, important. So that was a study that I read that does seem to be true for a lot of people, but obviously there are exceptions. So Maybe Adam's saying he thinks he's a dime. He's a dime. No, not not at all. I mean, I think I'm pretty ugly a lot of times, honestly. But um, it's just it's it's interesting how that does become important. However, if you find somebody attractive and the personality or qualities aren't there, it, it's it's not going to go anywhere. You know, and I've met people like that. I'm very physically attracted to. But has have you ever met connect. somebody the opposite? Where like, oh man, like they were so cool. They're all my female friends. They're amazing people. I love their personalities, but it just didn't work out. Yeah. And, and I mean, that. I, hey, I've met girls that I've been head over heels for, and they've been like, yeah, you're all right. You know, it's like, uh. it's just, it is what it is. You just find people you connect, and it's sometimes it's mutual, sometimes it's not, you know. But I have met, yeah, I mean, I wish I could take different pieces of all the people that I've met and put them all into one person, you know, because I've met some really amazing people, but just the feelings weren't there. And the litmus test, I told this about to one of my friends of mine. Whereas like if you're talking to someone and you're thinking, maybe it's not going to work, maybe I want to let them go. It's like, think about how you would feel if they were dating someone else. If they were dating someone else and you don't care, you probably don't like them that much. If you're if they were dating someone else and you'd be like, no, 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 I can't picture you dating someone else. It probably does mean you really like them. That's been the litmus test for me. People that I've really liked, it's been like, oh, oh, it really hurts to finally see you being with somebody else. That sucks. Everybody else, I don't care. Yeah, I guess like, I don't know. I don't get me wrong. Like physical attraction is important. Yeah. It is very important. And whatever's attractive to you, it's different for everybody. You know? Right. No one no one's gonna tell me I'm not gonna tell you that physical attraction is not important. I guess You always date some cuties though, I will say. They're cute. <laughs> yeah, they are. I mean and and I think a part of that is because I am open to dating all types of women that because you just never know. You never know what person is going to sweep you off your feet. And I think like, no, you don't. No, no, you don't. I do. I do. Because I, if, I, if I'm not physically- You think you do. I've met a lot of women who have amazing personalities, amazing qualities. I want to hang out with them all the time. I don't care who they date. They can date anybody they want. I'll still be a best friend with them. It's different. When I find a girl that I'm like, oh, oh. Like, just visually, I'm just like, uh, I'm kind of stunned. Like, that's a girl I'm going to fall in love with as long as everything else is there. That's just for me. That's me. We have different experiences. That's all. Yeah. I mean, like, again, I just, to Don't me, it's discredit just, my experiences. Okay. Hey, I'm just saying, I just think you just never know. I think if you, for me, it's like if you were looking for somebody who is this perfect, this perfect image in your head i think it's gonna it i mean and it has been hard. Uh, and what's funny it's not a perfect image in my head it's just when you see someone that knocks you off your feet you know you know like i never expected to meet jessica from ecuador i met her i saw her pictures on ok Cupid, and i was just like oh my gosh like who who is this you know i was just instantly like and then we talked and personality was there and she was silly and funny and you know all that other stuff was there you know that's all yeah. You've met girls who, at first, maybe you're like, "Oh, she's cute. All right, she's all right." She didn't yeah. like, knock you off your feet, right? And then you got to know her. And Probably kind of the built, best right? people that I've talked to, like yeah. the best, like people that I thought I had a a chance to be with long term, were people that maybe at first, like I was like, "They're cute," mm-hmm. you know. I mean, I I don't expect to find someone that's going to like knock me off my feet. Pretty, I mean, and sure. I think that is that is unfair to hold people to that standard. 
um, just in general. Because like I know like, but it's not an objective standard; it's a subjective standard. It's finding a girl you're just like, wow, you're beautiful. Oh my gosh, like that could be anything to you, you know? Yeah, right. yeah, that's all. all. Right. Like we, it's funny because I have to, <laughs> a lot of the girls that I like. People are like, oh, the girls you like are all like. I don't just for whatever, like really skinny, for example. I'm like, well, I'm a really slender guy, so I don't mind guys, girls who are really skinny. And like other guys would be like, oh, she's way too skinny. She's skin and bones. I mean, like I would not be attracted to her. You know what I mean? So it's all it's all different. It's all subjective. Yeah. See, I don't have any of those like height or weight kind of things right, in my right. head. For me, it's like if I'm attracted to you, I'm attracted to you. And I guess that's right. the way I'm built. It's like I just yeah. I'm attracted to all types of people. Right. And good personalities and like great people and like so for me it's it's more of that it's more of that like connection because like looks are gonna fade man like at some point you're gonna gain a million pounds or you're gonna lose a million pounds you're gonna get old you're gonna get wrinkly you could get in a car accident that person could be disfigured like what happens if you meet somebody knocks you off your feet visually right but let me finish and then they gain 50 pounds through medication or whatever you might still love them after 10, 20, 15, 20 years. But what if it's like after a year? Is that, you, are you going to be like, I'm breaking up with you because you Maybe. gained 50 pounds? It's possible. It happens. I'm not, I don't See? know what I would do. I don't know what I would do, but it might change some things. It might change some things for so, her too. So that's the thing. That's what I think about. I'm like, you know, like as long as I find this person like objectively attractive, I guess. So like to me, it's like they're, they're attractive and like. If they're the coolest person, oh man, like that's all I care about. Cause like the, I'm going to be with this person. I mean, ideally in my head, I'm going to be with this person for the rest of my life. I want to be able to have a good, like, like chemistry with this person. Chemistry is way more important to me than. Right. Than Ke- chemistry is part of attraction. Chemistry is something you can't explain. You just have yeah. that person, whether they're skinny, fat, they gain a lot of weight to get in a tragic car accident, whatever. The chemistry is what it is to you. It's what makes your brain tick. Right. And, um, I think, um, shoot, what was I going to say? I think from older couples that I've talked to, even my parents, they're in their 70s. Like, when I asked my dad, he's like, I'm still really attracted to your mom. Like, yeah, she's changed, and, you know, you get more wrinkles, and whatever. Like, she's still beautiful to me, you know? And when I've seen other couples, like, they still feel, look at Pierce Brosnan and his wife. His wife gained considerable weight throughout their age, and he, he didn't. And he still loves her just as much. And it could be a combination of personality, chemistry. He likes her face, whatever. He just still loves her, you know? So that love does come with time, you know? I And I don't, you know, I don't really know. Yeah. I don't know. I, yeah. I, I, I mean, that's what I tell people. And like, that's just my personal experience. It's, it's not a hard and fast rule, you know? Like no, where, yeah. yeah. It is going to be harder for you to meet people, though. It is hard. Because. Yeah, I get it. Because that's, you're looking up here and like a majority of people are right here. No, but the thing is, what's interesting is it's not choice i'm not choosing anything like i have met amazing women who are are attractive by a lot of people's standards for whatever reason i just didn't like them that much the room the romance the chemistry wasn't there they could date a thousand guys i could hear about all of it no problem at all just didn't like them and when you like somebody you just like them i don't know why that is because there's girls like some of the girls that i've liked uh my ex-girlfriend from brazil told me this too she's like Adam, you just like always find me attractive. Like, just like I've met guys who are really handsome and they don't give a second thought to me. They don't care. I just think she's beautiful, you know? And other people don't think that necessarily. So it's like who who is attractive to you is just who is attractive to you. Yeah. You can't choose it. That's you really fair. Can't, you yeah, know? I get it. What do you I, think our eyes age like our bodies do in the sense like they say every seven years your body changes chemically to where you can get yeah. allergies or something? It's like, do your eyes change? And I don't mean your eyes' eyes. I mean like your mind's eye of what you find attractive. 
Could be. Could be. Yeah, have you guys ever met girls that you were attracted to like 10 years ago and now you would be like, I don't know why I like that person. I mean, see, I've I'm, I've met women and even like very recently that like I used to find very physically attractive, but like then when I talked to them, I was like, oh no, oh boy. Thousand percent, same thing. Uh, 100%. <laughs> Yes, it'll just not work out for me. Yep. Great person, it's not for me. Uh yep. yeah. Uh I don't know. I I do want someone that is a little bit more career driven, I guess, is like what's important to me. So what's important to me in a relationship when I look for a potential mate is a career driven person. Are they, you know, are they able to be on their own? Can they mm-hmm. handle themselves like by themselves? Because like, I like my personal time. Right. Um, you know, like what are like long-term plans for them? Like, are you thinking about the future? I think those are all important things for me where like, and like if those three things agree and I find you like really attractive, like that's awesome. And Hey, I'm willing, I am willing to, to date someone that I find cute. I don't need the person to be like by society standards, you know, hot, um, that's just me. <laughs> I mean, no, but that's I, not a th- that's not a thing. The thing is, we're not judging who we like by society standards. We're judging who we like by our own brain and our own internal chemistry. Because you've even said before, like there are certain girls you're like, ah, she's not really that active. Maybe she's whatever. You know, I, I it's not really as appealing to me, and that's fine. You know, you there are physical standards we all have in our brain, but it's not society standards. It's just our own. You know, I know some skinny guys who love really full women and that's awesome you know they can't that's just in their brain they're just like oh my gosh she's amazing you know maybe society would deem her as maybe somewhat unhealthy but he really likes her you know so saying it's subjective to each person's brain yeah i got it we can't you know i don't really think we can choose who we love no you can't no i I think think so i think though unfortunately if you know that is do you feel like sometimes we get we try to like rush things, like we try to like find a person like that way more quickly than we're meant to because we're just, we want to be in a relationship so bad. Um, well, you can't rush it, right? Like if you don't find that person, you just don't find that person. You're waiting. You're trying to find I mean, I mean by, by like rushing, like, like, you know, you're going out all the time. You're doing all these things like, you know, whatever. Hey, <laughs> no, no judgment. Like I, oh, I think interesting story. I yeah. think it is important to have some time of self reflection throughout the week. So like, like a day like today, where I just stayed at home. I only went out once because a fun, a friend of mine opened up a liquor store by me, so I went to go say hi and support him. Uh, bottle shop, first date bottle shop. It's on, uh, it's right off Route Four in the same plaza as BJ's. Go support him. Say hi to him. Oh, Neil. nice. Um, little cheap plug for him. Uh, and I went back and like, I played video games today. I watched some T I caught up on some TV. I did some laundry, you know, made myself a cup of coffee. Did you listen to any records? I didn't listen to any records today. I was trying to catch up on that show, the boys, which I really, really dig. Mm -hmm. Uh, and I'm all caught up on it now. Uh, and like, I need that time of self-reflection. Uh, and I guess like, and I've needed that time of self-reflection. What makes you think I don't get that time of self-reflection? I'm not saying you don't. It just seems like you are constantly out and doing stuff. Because, and I don't know when you yeah. get that time of self reflection. Right. And so, like, and what I what I tell people too is like, and I don't. I, I I'm not judging you. I'm just saying. No, no, I don't no. know when he gets his personal time, but I couldn't live that life. I mean, I've been single most of my life. I've had a lot of self reflection time. Um, Do but, you meditate in your car when you drive? 
Um, sometimes, sometimes, you know, within reason, meditate at home or just spend time even just like crying or playing music by myself and just kind of thinking and processing things. Absolutely. And what I've told people is like, um, I have a lot of my dad's genes in me. So like he's a a natural like networker and connector and extrovert. So even when I'm in a relationship, like I still want to be out meeting people. Like it is, it is one of the things that gives me meaning and purpose. Like Music and creativity is part of it. Being in a relationship is part of it. And connecting people and networking is like, uh, it's kind of a high for me. I love to do that. It's so fun. Um, and and part I can use that as part of my search for a, a partner. But even once I have a partner, I still want to go like connect people and network and get friends together. And like, oh, you're really lonely. You were looking for friends. Oh, come join my friends. Like, I love that. Like, it it gives me a lot of energy, you know? Yeah. I do want to share a story, though. It's interesting. I was talking to my mom about, you know, being single and all this stuff. And she mentioned a, a story about Katie Couric, who was a really famous journalist, female journalist. And she said as she was getting older, I think she had been through a marriage or a relationship before. She was getting older and she was like, I really want to find a husband. I've got a great career. I've got everything going for me. I just really want to have a family. Like, I really want to settle down. And like, so she just started. She was on a mission. She was on a goal to find her partner. And she started asking all her friends like, hey. Do you know anybody who would be interested? You know, whatever. And she asked all her friends and eventually got through and narrowed down to this one guy who she ended up having a relationship and a marriage. And I think when people try to tell me, like one of my friends actually said that to me recently. She's like, why don't you just stop looking for a partner? And I was like, well, why don't you stop working on your career? Like I have my career. I have everything else in my life that I need besides a partner, and that's really important to me. I'm not desperate. I'm not choosing to be with terrible people because I really want to be with someone. It's something I really want, so I'm going to work toward it in a healthy way to try and find it, and it'll take time, but I love to meet people. I love to connect, and if that is something I can do on a journey toward finding my wife, there's nothing wrong with that. No one can ever tell me otherwise. You can if you want. <laughs> no, I just, I'm just kidding. But I, I love to tell it to people. No, no, I feel yeah. guilty for looking for somebody, you know. So when do you get your time of self-reflection? Because you never answer that. All the time. At night, you want to take a shower? I played guitar for, at home yesterday. Do I, you ever just spend a day where you just say, this day is just for me? Or suggest those like little I, snippets? I do that by day. default. There's lots of times where I have to spend all day by myself or just cutting grass and thinking the whole time and just doing whatever, cleaning my car, you know, doing chores. But hey, if I got one day to spare and I can spend it with friends, that's how I like to spend my time. It's it's rejuvenating to me. It's enlightening. I spend tons of time by myself, you know? What I used do to think? do that. I used to do the driving thing. So like when I was in college and just like stuff would get heavy, like just college was not a fun experience for me. Just stressing over classes, trying to get grades and all that stuff. I would just drive. Like, I mean, yeah. there were several occasions where I would just drive down to like Rehoboth and back on like a Tuesday night. Yeah. Like if it, it just like if stuff was bothering me and it was right. like, it was like, I gotta, I gotta get out. I gotta get away from all this stuff. Gotta get a change of scenery. And even just something stupid, like going down in the middle of like the freezing cold and just walking up and down the empty boardwalk and here in the ocean, yeah. there was something comforting about that. Cause yeah. it was different. It wasn't Newark. It didn't have that familiar sound, the yeah. bells playing all the time and that stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I think we get plenty of time by that by default, whether we're driving or, just in in the normal course of things when I go for a walk. And again, the thing is too, I work from home. So I'm I'm mostly alone all day. So it is nice to be able to, you know, I, I am alone with my thoughts most of the time. So I have a lot of time to process things. Yeah. But you know, you're a little more, well, I'd say you're probably a little more introverted. I'm a, like, you re-energize by being by yourself. I re-energize by being well, no, I mean, I, no. I mean, you see all the people I know. I mean, that's not from being introverted. 
Um, I am an extroverted person. I just know that. But it's how you recharge. I, I, I need to recharge my social battery. Right. And that doesn't like there are days where I just don't want to see anybody. And, and that's just what it is. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just different. Yeah, I, I think I do think it's important, though. I do think just taking that one night for yourself, I think, is very important. That's yeah, my... right. And that's the thing. Like, I do that by default. Like, I can't spend every night with people. And sometimes I, you know, uh, I like to. I prefer to. And there's nothing wrong with that, you know. So I spend lots of time on my own. Tomorrow I'm getting a massage. Does that count as alone time? Is it a parlor or is it? A, <laughs> is it a... This is a friend whose business I know they do. Th- I haven't actually I'm seen. Saying it shout online. out to Carrie for pointing that out and just yeah, massage parlors are the best. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, so it'd be interesting. It'd <laughs> be cool. What am I doing tomorrow? Oh, I think uh, a buddy of ours is coming over. I got a couple of interesting beers from that bottle shop today huh. for us to try. It's like let me see. I think it's from like the company Burley Oak. And they have this line called the Dream, and there are three flavors that I got: strawberry, banana, marshmallow, white chocolate is one flavor. That's a lot of flavors. One. Raspberry, white chocolate, peanut butter cake is the other one. Wow! And cranberry cobbler a la mode. They're all like milk sours. They're all they're, so they should be like pretty good. That's awesome. And that's a local company, right? Yeah, yeah local Wilmington company. Nice. Not Wilmington, but. Okay. Are you going to try to pair do food pairings? No, no. I think he's just going to come over. We're probably just going to have some bro time. And that's awesome. Yeah, cool, think, man. Yeah. You want to wrap up with the mental health check? Yeah, yeah. We didn't do it last time. Greg, do you want to go first? I'll go first with the hey. Um, I should be worse than I am, but I'm not. Uh, I was like working pretty late last night till almost like three this morning, but nice. I feel good. I feel good. I'm like about an eight. Eight zero to ten. Ten yeah. being the best. Eight. Eight. Like eighty percent. Nice, man. How about you, Ruben? I was going to say you. Uh, I'm probably at an eight. I'm feeling a little tired. I think that's the only reason it's not higher. Uh, just it's, you know, switching over to a new schedule and then switching back to an old schedule is kind of, uh, you know, tiring and sure. wears me out. And then, you know, so I'm good. Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'd am i say probably about a seven, seven today. Yesterday was probably more like an eight, which was good. I just, you know, to be honest, my 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 ex who i was just talking about from ecuador i do still very much care for she has moved on and i'm happy and ready to move on um but when you feel like maybe you could have done something different or you lost somebody who was good you know you just uh you have to grit it bear grit your teeth and bear it and uh keep moving so it affects my mental health sometimes but i'm certainly ready to move on i know the next person that i meet will be uh be a real blessing so thanks man thanks for letting me share everyone appreciate it Who's getting stuff off our chest? Well, guys, please check us out on Instagram, Guys Who Cry Official. We're posting a lot more. What did I say? Guys Who Cry. Guys Who Cry. Guys Who Cry Official. We haven't put anything out on TikTok, but you can also find us on YouTube. Go to guyswhocry.com slash YouTube. Slash YouTube. We'll have this episode up there. Thanks for joining us for the second part. Smash that like button on. Season three, smash that like button. Please comment. Yeah, what do we have, like? Six episodes left to go, seven episodes left to go. We do another six, seven episodes, and we'll take a break until the fall. It sounds good. Yeah. All right. So close. Thanks, everyone. Tune in next week and be entertained. Ass hot.